got a little joke for you. Okay, it better be funny or I'm gonna quit. Oh, okay. Um, why was why was the four year old anti vax kid crying? Because he had a banana laughing taffy. I mean, that would be one reason, but no, he was going through a midlife crisis. That's a rough one. Poor kid. Oh, sucks to suck. How you doing, man? You know, just doing, doing, doing my life, doing it the best I can. Nice. I'm on vacation this week, so I'm just kind of chilling. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. I, I figured, uh, figured you had the day off. I saw you were, you were streaming earlier today, weren't you? Yep. Played some truck game. Oh, nice. It's fun. Did you, uh, did you get it impounded? <laughs> no, I did not. All right. I did get into, uh, into one accident because I pressed the gas instead of the brake by mistake and Ooh. got T-boned, but it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Okay. Now, what? Uh, do you have like pedals? Yep. Nice. Yep. So I can just kind of confuse them. It, it happens. Luckily, the game is pretty, uh, the, the, the game is pretty lenient with accidents. You know, you never actually take damage that requires you to like, uh, uh, uh that, that, that like totals your vehicle. And when you get an accident, you got you don't got to like wait for the police to arrive so you can get a report and like talk to your insurance or whatever. The, the, the other, <laughs> the other driver usually just backs up and then you keep going and like you, you take some damage and if you take too much damage, you lose money on the job. But that's, that's, the, oh. that's the main consequence. You can't get arrested. No. Oh, damn. Not that I know of at least I've never been arrested. You can get tickets and stuff. You should try to get arrested. Just run from the cops. The game is really goofy about how it handles uh, getting certain tickets. Like you can get a speeding ticket like you can in real life. Yeah. But like it, it, this happened to me today on stream. Like you'll be going 70 down a road and then the speed limit will switch to 45. So you slow down to 45 and then the speed limit will switch again to 25, like Ooh. like 10 feet later. So while you're still slowing down to 45, it's now gone to 25 and immediately you'll get a speed ticket. Oh, immediately. And I'm, I'm sitting here like I'm driving a semi with three trailers attached to the back. Have you ever seen a train try to stop? Right. It takes a while. It takes a while to slow down. You can't yeah. just immediately be slowed down. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. So I don't know if you if you've heard any of these, but there's like a like a radio campaign about like. Making sure you watch for trains because trains can't stop. Like, I get that. That That's important. That's something we should all do. But is that that much of a problem that there needs to be like a national like radio campaign? I don't know. I've seen people like try to drive underneath those bars that close down. Yeah. As they're closing and then they get stopped by them and then they get by a train. So if people are dumb enough to do that. They're dumb enough to not stop when there aren't bars. Yeah, I yeah, I suppose. I don't know. I just don't. It's not really something you hear about, like, like regularly people getting hit by. I can't by imagine trains. it happens regularly, but people, you know, that's kind of a big accident. I imagine the few times it does people some it does happen. Someone usually dies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, getting getting hit by a train is kind of a lot of force. Yeah. You're and, not, you, and you're stuck in a, in a in a big metal box. Yeah. You're not making it out of that. Mm -mm. No, I think best case scenario you like hop out of your car and just let your car get yeah. annihilated. Yeah, for sure. But it's better than you getting smashed. So win, win. 
Yeah. Well, win loss. Uh, definitely a loss there. Yeah. Kind of going to lose a car, lose a bunch of insurance. Your insurance going to go way up. Yeah. Who knows whatever fees you have to deal with, with for damaging the train. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I can't, I don't exactly know how train companies deal with that kind of thing. Obviously the train is still functional, but if it takes dents, do you have to pay for that? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Does your insurance care? Does like, your insurance cover that? <laughs> who knows? Huh? I'll have to go get hit by a train just to test it out. Yeah, maybe. Um, done anything fun lately? On just, your vacation? Just, just been streaming. Just streaming? Streaming and creaming. Of course. Um, so over the weekend, I, uh, I went to go visit my dad and, um, I went because my cousin had a birthday party for her, her two year old son. And it was, it was, it was fine. It was, it was a good time. You know, it was nice. Like, you know, seeing family and stuff, but the whole time I couldn't help but think of, um, uh, that scene from the office where, it's like Oscar's talking head and he's like, you know, it's like a little kid's birthday party. He's like, there's not really anything for you to do there, but the kid's having a really good time. So right. you stay that just kept, kept going through my head the whole time. Kids are dumb. Yeah. Beat Kids. them up. Beat, beat their, beat your children. It'd be funny. Yeah. You know, beating kids. We, I mean, we've talked about beating kids a lot, usually beating them up, not specifically like abusing them. Just I think it's kind of funny either way. Yeah. Can uh, maybe you're listening. Just <laughs> just got to start him young. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, just give give Zach a thwack. <laughs> Sometimes that little kid deserves it. They all do. You know, how are they going to learn? Yeah. We, you know, we want to know all these TikTok kids are are misbehaving. You know, there's a TikTok cringe, uh, a, a TikTok um, what the fuck is the word I'm looking for? A trend right now of kids stealing shit out of their schools, right? I, I did not know that. I I am not on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok either. I've just seen the memes about it. But like, okay, there's there's a whole there's a whole fucking trend about kids stealing shit out of out of, out of schools. That wouldn't happen if every time they dig it, they got they got, they got their ass whooped by a ruler, right? You know? Yeah. I think we need to go back. Yeah. You know, we don't need to go back to the time of the Romans where you, you know, drown your kids or, or, you know, and we don't well, need to, some of them and we don't need to go, uh, uh, the Chinese are out and uh, start killing kids if they can't take on the family name, but yeah, you know, it, it's funny that you brought up, brought that up with, uh, with Ken and Amy because Ken's whole thing was if you don't teach them, they won't learn. Exactly. How is it going to learn if you don't beat the shit out of him? <laughs> um, for reference, that was Ken talking about either customers or um, our coworkers just not doing things the way he thought they should. If you don't teach them, they won't learn. They'll keep doing it wrong. Yeah. It happens. <sighs> so should we talk about it? Let's do it. So, a uh, l- little news update for for everybody. Uh, your boy Mac is moving to Oregon. Yes, you are. I got a job in Oregon, and I'm going to be moving towards the end of the month. Uh, Mike and I talked about uh, what the the future of the podcast is because well, obviously that's going to be the first question on everybody's mind, right? Uh, and we decided we're going to try to keep it going. Yep. 
Um, we talked early on about, uh, you know, we, we do the podcast face to face right now because we were worried that not face to face wouldn't have the same energy. And there is the chance that that'll be true. It might be, but we both like doing the podcast and people yeah, it's fun. like listening to the podcast. So we figure we can at least give it a shot. And if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. But you know, we're, we're going to try, we're going to try to keep it going. So rest assured, uh, eventually we're going to switch to doing it not face to face and uh, we'll, we'll let you know when that episode comes, but yeah. 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 But to, to talk about the whole Oregon move thing. Yeah. Um, uh, I spoke to you last week about how difficult it is to find a place to live out there right now. Yeah. And, and in general, yeah, well, I was going to say just in general, like even just somewhere else in town or locally yeah. can be hard enough, but I can't imagine like cross country. It's very difficult, especially cause like I'm, so I'm moving, I'm moving to Eugene, Oregon, which is a, it's also a college town, like where we live now. Mm-hmm. Um, which means that all the students just moved in and there's not a lot available. Yeah. So not a great time to try to move, but you know, I've been calling everything available multiple times a week and I'm not getting anything. Uh, I'm looking at fine. I'm looking at places to live temporarily. Like you just, just looking to like live with some other people who are looking for a roommate for like a couple months or stay in a sublet or stay at an Airbnb for a couple months until I can find something more permanent. Like I'm, uh, I'm trying to figure it out. Um, and uh, 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 going on Craigslist pretty regularly and it made a Craigslist post saying like, hey, I'm looking for somewhere to live. Uh, contact me, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I got I got a response today. Oh, OK. And there was this whole ordeal on stream of me dealing with this. And I I'll, I'll say the first message this person sent me. I was suspicious because it was very broken English. And okay, you know, my first thought was like, you know, in, in any other situation, I probably wouldn't respond to this at all. Um, but I'm pretty desperate here. So maybe, you know, they're just someone who doesn't have a great grasp of the language. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it might not be a scam. So let me, let me read this first text for you. Hello, Mac. How are you doing today? Is this Michael texting you regarding my property? You want to rent in Eugene? All one sentence. Okay. <laughs> I would like you not that my property is still available for rent and ready and moving ASAP. Yikes. <laughs> Kindly get back to me if you still need a place to rent. Thanks with a prayer emoji. Okay. I mean, that last sentence wasn't as horrible as the the, 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 the previous two. If I didn't know why he was contacting me, I might not be sure what he's trying to say. Right. Right. <laughs> Oh, so I asked like, you know, immediately I'm trying to verify if this is even a legit offer. So I ask, what's the address? What's the rent? And do they allow cats? Okay. Those are all important to me. Yeah. All fair questions. So he says, thanks so much for getting back to me. I will forward you more beautiful pictures of my property (laughs) and the house address. Also, how soon are you planning to move and how many people will be living in the property with you? So he didn't answer any of my questions. No. Um, he then asks if I have a pet, which should be pretty obvious that I do. So I say I do. Sends me some pictures of the place. You know, it's kind of run. It's, it's not the best, but they're not terrible. And I'll show you the pictures. Like, it's not horrible. Yeah. And um, yeah, it looks, looks fine. Surprisingly, like the property is a house rather than like an apartment. Oh, that would be dope. So it, it's possibly like renting a house. I don't want to rent a house. I don't want to deal with yard work. But again, I'm desperate. Do you, do you have to do that if you rent? A house? I think it depends on the landlord. Okay. Yeah. So I ask again, what's the address and how many bedrooms is it? He says it's a two bedroom house. Still no answer on the, on the address. 
Okay. A few hours go by and he, he says, hello, are you there? And I go, I'm waiting for that address. <laughs> right. So he sends it. I look it up. Um, look at like the street view. It is the place that he sent me pictures of. Okay. Um, I found like, uh, some listings on like Zillow and all that, like trying to estimate like the house is worth and all that, you know, it's not up for rent anywhere else, but I did find one, um, uh, 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 listing which had all the pictures that he sent me. Okay. But the listing had the, the pictures had a watermark for like the, the property management company. Okay. The pictures that he sent me don't have a watermark. So my thinking was like, okay, maybe he has the original photos and like, therefore is actually yeah. owning this. So I ask, what's the rent? And he tells me $500 with utilities included. A, a two bedroom house. This is for, this is for the entire house, the entire house, a two bedroom house for $500 a month. Utilities included. That's literally like nothing. That's it's, it's legitimately unbelievable. Yeah, I'm thinking like I've I've got a very clear idea of what rent looks like in Eugene right now. I've been looking at everything available. You can't find a studio for 500 bucks a month. Yeah, and this guy's trying to rent me a two bedroom house for 500 bucks a month. Okay. so I said so he asked if I liked the pictures that he sent me as well. And I said, so I I do like the pictures, but that rent cost seems way too good to be true. Do you have a website or something so I could verify this is a legitimate offer? I'm like at this point fully thinking this is a scam, but I just want to see how he counters with that. Yeah. And this is what he sends me. Hmm. Really? By the way, I, I'm not totally sure what he's trying to say here, by the way. Okay. He says, by the way, I would like you to note that we are not after the rent. Okay. Or we need is someone who's clear and responsible that can take very good care of the property. And I'm sure that if I ask you to pay 1200, you will say the rent is too much. Interesting. So, so immediately, I don't really know what the fuck he's trying to say there. I think he's trying to say, I'm just looking for someone to watch out for the property. And it's like, that's yeah, that's that, not a thing. Yeah, that's kind of weird. And and the, the thing he said, the twelve hundred bucks a month, I would think that's a that's a more legitimate offer than what he sent. Like the, yeah. the five hundred bucks is way too low. Yeah, way too low. And so, you know, he doesn't offer a website or anything, any proof that this is real. So I just sent Mac laughing my ass off, bro. You can't even find a studio apartment five hundred bucks a month in Eugene. This sounds like a scam. You got to verify this for me somehow. No response. Oh, can't get one past me, boys. I'm too smart. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, I can't even believe it. Like he, he could have said 750 bucks a month and it would have been hard to believe he could have been said a thousand bucks a month that I would have said, Oh, that's a really good deal. Right. He could have said 1200 bucks a month. And I would have said that makes sense. Yeah. But he went for fucking 500 bucks a month. How stupid do you think I am with utilities included? <laughs> with utilities included how dumb do you think i am oh god yeah because i mean utilities in a house are way more than an apartment right oh gosh it's so absurd it's so absurd so unfortunately i still don't have anywhere to live but i didn't send 500 dollars to some random person who was trying to scam me so. is he also a nigerian prince <laughs> he didn't mention oh, okay but god god it's hilarious ah uh, yeah that you said you found that on craigslist yeah 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 well, i mean they they contacted me through Craigslist. like i posted that i was looking for something okay um and obviously that's that's prime time for scammers so obviously i was i'm i'm, I'm gonna be careful with anybody who contacts me but as soon as he sent me that broken english uh text message i was already on edge yeah oh oh so uh what do you think you're gonna do 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I wish I had a, a more clear idea myself. Um, oops. Maybe that's him. I just got a text. Ooh, I hope it is. It's not them. Oh, it's damn it. Um, uh, uh, luckily, like, you know, uh, 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 something else I had to be concerned about was getting out of my current place because I have a lease agreement that goes until next July. Right. Uh, so, you know, I sent them an email saying I wanted to move out, gave 30 day notice, told them I understood the termination fee, like the, the determination uh, uh, terms is like you give 30 day notice, you pay rent through that period and then you pay an additional fee, which is uh, equal to two times a single month rent. Oof. So we're talking uh, uh, close to $2,000 just for that fee to get out of my Yeah. But they do allow you to find someone to take over your lease. So I posted on Craigslist again. I'm looking for someone to take over my lease. And luckily, like rents have gone up around here as well. My rent on my current lease, it's much lower than like what they're charging for someone moving into this place new. Right. So within a couple hours, I had someone asking me if this was still available. They came to see it yesterday. Nice. We're arranging to have them take it over today. Nice. So luckily, you know, I'm having a very hard time finding somewhere to live, but I found someone to take this place over for me. And that means I just saved myself almost almost $2,000. So that's great. What are you looking at? I don't know. There, there, there's a person. Are they having out, a, back, a picnic in my backyard? I don't know. There's a person outside of your apartment and they were like, whatever that purple nylon bag looking thing is they were like swirling it around trying to like fill it with air it was very strange well we got an audience for the podcast yeah should open the window listen to them as we commentate them having a picnic outside <laughs> i was gonna say we just bring up the volume so they can listen to the podcast you know they need some entertainment while they're down there right yeah oh man that's great yeah, just enjoying a little picky. Um, so yeah, that's uh, it's it's the move is 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 a bit stressful. Still trying to figure out all the details, but at least I'm getting out of this place fine. Uh, probably like my options for actually moving all my stuff there at this point, I've narrowed it down to two options. I looked at movers, I looked at pallet shipping, which I talked to you about last week. Yeah, um, the pallet shipping was like two thousand dollars was my quote estimate for the moving companies was like four thousand dollars at a minimum. Uh, 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 so I decided those probably weren't going to be it. So my options now I have two options. Um, either I sell everything in terms of my furniture and big stuff and virtually everything else that I own, just get rid of all of it. Yeah, uh, and just ship whatever remains and take whatever else I can in my car and just drive there mm -hmm. and just, you know, pick it, you know, get it all shipped there, which is a fine option. Yeah. Uh, I could also ask my dad to uh, uh, drive a U-Haul across the country because he used to drive trucks for a living. So I would trust him very much to do that, but it's a lot to ask. I have not yet told my parents that I'm moving to Oregon. Oh, okay. Because, and this makes sense um, this, this makes perfect sense. I, I want to have like all the questions answered before I call my mom, like where you're going to live. Right. Because I know as soon as I call my mom, she's going to want to know how I'm moving, where I'm moving, when I'm moving. I, she's going to want an answer to every possible question. If I called her the day that I got the job, it would have been a nightmare. Yeah. So I want to have as many questions answered as possible before I tell them. And then at that point I can talk to them about possibly helping me move. Yeah. So I don't yet know how I'm moving, nor do I know where I'm moving. Y you know, there is another option. What's that? 
you could keep practicing your truck driving game <laughs> and r- really ramp up your truck driving skills and you could drive the U-Haul. <laughs> I do not trust myself to drive a U-Haul cross country, even with all my truck simulator uh, 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 experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. So uh, end of October, you said? Yep. I mean, effectively, the date keeps getting pushed back until I figure out like the living situation. But my my lease here officially, my move out date is like the 27th. But with them taking over my lease, it now becomes like whenever you want to switch a route. But right. My my job, my my new job in Oregon starts November 1st. So I definitely have to be there by then. Oh, man. Yeah. It's stressful, man. I wish I could just find somewhere to live. I'm trying really fucking hard. Yeah. I'm checking every website, calling every possible place. I've like, I've, I've dropped all my amenity requirements. All I require is that it's like cat friendly. I'm looking at studios too. Like I do not want to live in a studio, but I'll live in a studio if I have to. Yeah. I mean, even if you had to do that for like a year, then you at least have somewhere to live and then I can move out somewhere else. Yeah. So that's fine. But like, fuck man, there's nothing. There's nothing, but a lot of these people, people are saying like, oh, we do 30 day notice. If you call us at the end of the month, we might have something. So, you know, we're getting to the end of the month now. I'm going to start calling them again. Yeah. If I have to like stay in a hotel for two weeks and then move in at the beginning of November, that's fine. At least I'll have somewhere to live. Yeah. I just, I, I really, I would like to avoid the scenario where I have to live sublet to sublet for the next several months. Yeah. But there is the distinct possibility that would happen. Yeah. Cause you don't want to have to keep moving your stuff. No, it's, it's, that's also part of not knowing what, how I'm moving. Like if I do manage to find somewhere to live definitively, I'd like to move some of my stuff. You know, I I would really like to be able to move my couch with me. I love my couch. It's super comfortable. It was really expensive. Yeah. I'd like to keep my couch, but if I don't have somewhere to definitively to live, my options are okay. If I do get this U-Haul thing, I have to put all my stuff into storage. Maybe it'd be better to just to get rid of all of it. Yeah. It's a possibility. Those long moves, you got to think about stuff like that. Yeah. So it's, it's, I feel like, you know, if I had a definitive answer for where I was going to live, everything else could fall into place and we'd be good to go. The uncertainty of that is really making this whole thing so much more difficult. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah. But, uh, like I mentioned before, I'm going to fucking make it work. This is, an opportunity I've wanted for a very long time. It's a really good opportunity. You know, I, I don't want to like brag about how much money I make or whatever that stupid shit. But like, yeah, we, when I, when I, when I, when I applied for this job, I told them, I don't know what the, the, the cost of living out there is. I think it's more than where we are now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 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 I asked for like a pay raise. Yeah. And she called me back when she offered them the job and she said, you know, I talked to our HR services and they said that our, our cost of living is actually lower than where you are now but we still want to offer you a pay raise. Like it was less than what I'd asked for, but it was still a pay raise. So now like I'm moving to a place that costs less to live in at a higher rate of pay. Like this is way too good of an opportunity to pass up. Yeah. Considering it's something that I've wanted for so long, you know? Yeah. I got to make it work somehow. Now have it's got to happen. Have you ever been out to Oregon? No, I have not. Okay. I, that, that brings up my next question. I, what, um, what, has made you always want to move out there. I actually, you know, for the longest time I've wanted to live in California. I'm sure I've talked to you about that. Yeah. Before. Oregon's more of a recent thing. Um, I kind of had this thought like, you know, I don't necessarily want to live somewhere that it's super hot all the time. Yeah. The main reason I'm moving out of Michigan is because I don't 
like the sights and I don't like the cold. I really, Fair. in fact, I really hate the cold. So, you know, I did a lot of research on certain areas, like what their yearly weather looks like. And in, in, in Eugene, where I'm moving during the winters, it doesn't go below like 35. Okay. Right on. I, I would, I'd be happy to live in that. I just don't want any more fucking 15 degree days. Yeah. So that was, that was a big motivator. Oregon is a beautiful, beautiful state. It is absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm. from the, you know, the pictures I've seen at the very least. Yeah. Um, Eugene seems like a great town and it doesn't get too cold. Those are the main motivators. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious. Um, actually our boy Bradley asked me cause I was talking to him about, about you, uh, moving out there. Mm. Um, and he was like, Oh, is Mac like, did he, did he visit there before? Like what's his reason for always wanting to do this? And I was like, that's a good question. I, didn't ask him that it's it's less of a of a always wanted to move to Oregon and always wanted to move out of Michigan <laughs> right on. I gotcha. So, yeah, it's a big change, but I'm really, really excited about it. Yeah, I think like I, I was really stressed out about it for for the first couple of weeks trying to figure all this stuff out, but I'm starting to kind of mellow out on it. Yeah, because I'm kind of just like accepting the reality that, yeah, this is kind of going to suck. Uh, uh yeah no, no matter how this plays out it's part of it's going to suck but like you know i'm i'm kind of i'm thinking ahead to the day when i have moved into my permanent va- uh, my permanent home and i get to just lie down on my couch and relax not living in michigan anymore that's kind of the day i'm looking forward to right now i gotcha to kind of sustain me yeah nice well right on good for you man thanks dog yeah um I was listening, I was listening to, uh, the last episode and, um, you know, you know, we were talking about, um, Bradley, like, uh, like, you know, pointing out attractive guys and whatnot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our coworker, Tim used to always do that. Yeah. You know, he would go like full hard on for, for dudes. And, um, I don't know. Like, you know, you know, Ken and I pretty well. Like we we were never really like the, the like point out every attractive female that we see type. Right. I don't think either of us are. No, 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 no. But, um, one day apparently Tim decided he wanted to be like one of the bros. Oh God, this story. (laughs) And so I think Ken and I were in the office and Tim comes in and he's like, man, you get, you, you guys got to come out here. And we're like, Dude, what, 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 what do you want? And he's like, man, you, you, you got to see this chick. And we're like, ah, really Tim? Like, ah, uh, really? We're like, okay, fine. So <laughs> we go out to check out this attractive female that, that, Tim is telling us is, is out there. She was straight up like 16, 15, <laughs> 16. We're like, Tim, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> like, I we mean, know you're gay, but you should be able to tell the difference between children and adults. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, like, from what I remember, like he wasn't completely wrong. Like she was an attractive person, but like, 
to like a creepy level. <laughs> yeah. We're like, nah, that's not okay. Mm-mm, can't be doing that, Tim. Uh, Tim, in, co- wait a couple years, bro. Uh, but he tried. Tim, Tim was uh, uncomfortably open about sex. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing his schedule. Well, yeah, like we know his schedule, but then like when I would start dating somebody, like the first question that he would ask me was like how many times we'd had sex. And it's like, Tim, I've been dating this person for like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. You don't really need to need to know that information. Yeah. Yeah. Tim, how, how does it benefit you to know <laughs> that information? Right. Oh, God. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, why was he interested in that? I do not know. I do not know. He also had like a weirdly accurate sensor for that kind of thing. Yeah, he he did. Because <laughs> like there was there was a couple times where like I came into work and after talking to him for like no more than five minutes, he would like look at me like you got some last night, didn't you? And I was like, how did you know that? <laughs> his how can you tell his sex dar was just like off the charts, <laughs> like very finely calibrated. Yeah. For whatever reason, like and you wouldn't even be talking about anything related to it. And he'd just be like, you got some, didn't you? You're like what? 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 What could have possibly tipped you off to that? Oh, uh, yeah. <sighs> Fucking Tim. Love that dude. But Jesus. Oh, man. <sighs> Horny the, motherfucker. Yeah. There was one time that um, I think it was Ken. But now that I'm thinking about it, maybe it was Chelsea. Pretty sure it was Ken. He like he like cut himself and uh, he like grabbed a paper towel to like stop the bleeding and Tim was like, can I, can I see that? (laughs) And he like grabbed it and sniffed it (laughs) and then was like, you're a, you're, you're, you're B positive, aren't you? (laughs) Or like whatever. Tried like guessing his blood type based on the scent. Uh, Fucking Tim. Old vampire motherfucker. Yeah. Insisting he's a vampire and a witch. Update on the picnickers. They seem to have disappeared. What? Yeah, they're gone. That was an incredibly short picnic. Yeah, they weren't out there long. No. It's a decent day outside. Like, it's not super cold. I haven't been outside today. I mean, I think it's like 70 and sunny. Like, nice. Yeah, I don't know. They spent so much time with that, like, setup. You'd think that they would have enjoyed it, but... Maybe they can hear us through the window and they didn't like what they're hearing. Yeah. Who knows? They probably probably didn't like us talking about them. But that's what you get. You want to you want to do a picnic outside the break room nachos recording studio, right? We're going to talk about it, dumbass. Um, so I got to tell you about uh, how my day uh. went last Wednesday. You ever have those days where like nothing really like that's going to end the world happens, but just every like everything little 
just goes completely wrong. Right. Yeah. There's, you just can't catch a break. Yeah. That's exactly how the day went. So like, first of all, it rained like all day. Oh, it's, it was raining a lot last week. Yeah. And like, if I'm inside all day, that's fine. But like, you know, it starts out like it's early in the morning. Like for me, it was like super early. It was like, I don't know, like six 30. Um, you know, I got to take Lily outside and she decides she wants to like take forever to do her business. I didn't think it was raining as hard as it was. And so I'm like out there without a coat on, like just getting wet. And, um, I had to be up early for work. Um, I had like a, uh, uh, like a re reset kind of thing at, at one of my accounts. So I was there early and, um, I was supposed to be there at seven and they usually say these things are supposed to take like, like one to two hours. Um, it definitely took like probably like 25 minutes. Nice. Which was awesome. Except at this point, it's like really too early to start the rest of my work day. Yeah. And it's too late for me to like go home and chill for a while. So what'd you end up doing? So I, I did end up going and grabbing some breakfast. So that was, that was all right. Um, but then like, I don't know. W- w- one of the things, um, at my job that gets annoying is, um, if, uh, if a baler is like a cardboard baler is full. Sure. Um, cause then I have to like break down any wine boxes that I had and like, you know, like stack them up nicely. And so like, the first account I go into someone's making a bail and I'm like, fuck that adds like another like 10 minutes. And then the next account I go to, it's just like full, like completely full. So same issue again, again, not really the end of the world, just little annoyances. Um, then target specifically, by the way, I do not enjoy target employees. I'm sure some of them are great people. I never had problems with them. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I interact with them like off of the sales floor. Oh yeah. That's a different vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I had like a, I had a, a wine delivery that was there and, um, it, it wasn't super big. It was like five cases. Um, so I grabbed like a, like a, u-boat cart kind of thing um and they get really anal about where you take them from like if they're on like the left side of the aisle or the right okay i mean i'm sure there's a reason for that or we're the same where i work because every u-boat is assigned to a certain department so i don't i don't want anyone taking my u-boat if they're not putting bakery shit on it and I, i i get that and some of them have like um like little plastic sleeves where they have like a piece of paper like inserted in there. And I made sure to find one that did not have that. And I grab one and this lady's like, no, 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 you can't take that one. And I was like, Oh, okay. And she's like, we have to save those for unloading the truck. What? 
when are you going to be unloading a truck in the next 15 minutes? Right. And I mean, there were like 20 of them lined up in a row and she made me take one that was like across like the little aisle way. But at the same time, like I'm taking my delivery that came in earlier off of the truck. Like, shouldn't you have loaded it onto one of these to begin with? Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so that another inconvenience, another inconvenience, and I'll save the biggest inconvenience for last. Um, uh, the, the, the final, the real final inconvenience for the day was, um, uh, I had to go to an account downtown and there was like no parking anywhere. Of course. Cause you know, it's like street parking. So I had to circle the block like three times, but the biggest annoyance and this, this taps into our, our retail customer thing. This was a customer interaction. So I'm in there. And again, it's been raining all day. So I wore my work jacket. It, it, it was pretty cold. Um, and my jacket's reasonably water resistant. So, you know, I'm going to wear it. It's raining all day. It's easier to just leave it on because I'm usually not in accounts all that long. So I'm in there and I kind of forget that I'm wearing it. And I, uh, I happen to catch my sleeve on a bottle of wine. Oh no. Which like three bottles fall. Thankfully only one of them broke. Oh good. Um, which that's annoying, but it happens like it doesn't happen that often. It's maybe only happened three or four times in like the year and a half that I've had this job. That's surprising. Knock on wood. Yeah. Um, but whatever, like that's the kind of thing that happens. So that was already annoying, but um, I'm like, oh, crap, I don't want to just like leave this here. Like I need to get someone's attention, but I don't want to like just walk away and leave this mess. So an employee ends up coming up to me and she's like, all right, hang on. Let me, uh, let me go get you uh, some spill powder. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. Like I'll, I'll clean it up. So she comes back with um, spill powder, which for those of you that don't know, it's like an, it's a magical item straight it, out of a fantasy book. It really is. I need to get some of that shit just for like home. For home yeah. <laughs> like I, with new employees uh-huh. at, at world market, like they like drop a bottle of wine, drop a bottle of beer, whatever. Yeah. Or, and, and, and you'd be like, Oh, let me go get the spill powder. And they'd like, look at it and they're like, and you'd grab a broom too. Yeah. And they'd give you this look like, like, well, what's that going to do? And I had some of them, some of them say like, well, that's not, you need like a mop or something. And I said, I'd just be like, trust me, bro. So spill powder for anyone who doesn't know, it's a, it's this powder in a jug and you sprinkle it over something liquid and you don't even have to wait. You can immediately sweep it up into a, into a dustpan. Yeah. It, it ju- absorbs right away. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's completely dry once you're done. It, that stuff is magic. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the brand is, but they, they use the same brand that we did, but they had like a big cardboard box full of it. Oh, weird. It, it was like a big cardboard box with a plastic bag inside of it. And they just had like a, like a red solo cup to like scoop it out. <laughs> okay. Which was, which was, that's fine. It works. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. So she says, okay, I'll go get you a broom and a dustpan. Awesome. So sprinkle the spill powder on it and I'm waiting. And I, this is like, 
I have nothing left to do at this store and I'm ready to go to my next account and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and probably like 10 or 15 minutes go by and I'm just like standing here and I see the same employee like off just like talking to someone at some point. Okay. Like just having like a social conversation and I'm like, come on. Like I'm, I want to be nice and clean this up. Like all you help me out here. I just need a a room, man. Yeah. So finally another employee comes up and they're like, she's like, I'll go, I'll go get you a broom and a dustpan. Sweet. Well, this whole time I'm like standing there and I'm trying to like, you know, make sure like, customers don't step on it because it's broken glass and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I'm standing there and I've kind of got myself positioned in between the spill and um, like shelving so that it's even harder for someone to go through it. And I see this guy come up and he's like pushing a stroller and he's in sandals without socks on, which didn't actually have an effect, but Definitely could have. Right. I see him look at it. So I don't say anything to him. I'm not like, oh, be careful because he 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 looked at it. He looked at it. He he saw that it was there. He then proceeds to just push the stroller through it. <laughs> and he starts like crunching on the broken glass. <laughs> oh, my God. So he stops and looks at me and he's like, what's that? Oh, my God. You looked at it, bro. What do you think it is? I go. Be careful. There's broken glass. And he's like. What? What? You should have a sign there. And I go, I'm standing here. To make sure no one goes through this. I am the sign. Yeah. I feel like he's one of those people that natural selection just needs to like take care of. Right. Oh, who sees a pile of like white powder and decides walking through it like is even, the best course of action. Even if there wasn't broken glass in it, like you're going to drag a bunch of that shit with you. Why yeah. would you do that? Yeah. Who? Uh, if you see anything spilled anywhere, when is your first thought? I should walk through this. And there was plenty of room for him to walk around it. So it's not like that was even his only option. No. Cause I, then I would have stopped him and directed him around it. NPCs, man. And he had no, no reason to walk through it. It's not like he was trying to like get to something like right next to it, <laughs> which even that would have been absurd, but it would have made a little bit of sense. <laughs> his AI just bugged out. And yeah. This, this, I just didn't calculate. Yeah, and then of course, like the some of the wet spill powder like sticks to the wheels of his, of, of, his, course. of his stroller, and then it like tracks like, it all around all around the damn store. Yeah, so it makes it even harder for me to clean it up. Like I was just trying to be nice and like not leave that on the store employee since it was clearly my fault. Ugh, but yeah, I thought you'd like that. That was like a typical, very very customer thing to do. Yeah, they just they don't. They do not pay attention to just little things. No, we had issues all the time. We'll market like you'd see it all the fucking time. Like people hunched over their carts would just run into shit. 
Yeah. Constantly. All the time. And it's like, thank God you aren't driving right now. Yeah. I don't want to be on the road next to you if, if it's this easy for you to run into shit. Right. Oh, God. Yeah. We're like customers who like break shit and just don't say anything to anybody. Oh my God. They're not going to charge you. Just fucking tell us like, like I swear there's no place in the world that has a, you break it, you buy it policy. That doesn't, that doesn't maybe like an antique shop. Yeah. Or or, a pawn shop. Or maybe this existed back in like the 1950s, but like, no, not everything. Nowadays, everything's fucking mass produced. Anyway, we're not losing anything by losing one. Yeah. Everything's mass produced. Everything's upcharged like crazy. Yeah. And everyone's so concerned about like their public image. Like no one would want to be like blasted on social media for like, oh, my kid broke a jar of pasta sauce and world market made me pay for it. Like, can you imagine if like we did have a policy like that and someone broke that like $1,300 Buddha statue you brought in? (laughs) (laughs) That would be great. Actually, didn't it wasn't the Buddha statue, but that um, I can't even think of what it was called, but like the big like um, the big like cabinet, the carved cabinet that we had. Yeah, well, that, that thing came, fucking broke all the time. Yeah. Didn't someone run into that and like break off one of like the hand carved like details on it? Oh, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure that was a thing. The, the main reason uh, people always acted like you know, uh, 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 the floor models would get scuffed up just from existing, but it's like, no, no. You want to know the reason why that, that dining table's legs are all scuffed up and covered in scratches It's cause you dumbasses keep running into it with your fucking cart. Yeah. Or people just let their kids run wild and just beat the shit out of stuff. Oh my God. That kids drive me crazy. We had this fucking, we had this, this, this kid at, 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 at my store the other day, it was like his, 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 his mom was like basically not paying attention to him. And Dang. this, this kid was like opening up our bread case and like, sl- like slapping the breads. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, we're, we're, the pandemic is still going on. Not only is this kid not wearing a, 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 a mask, but he's fucking smacking my French rounds. <laughs> Just smacking some baguettes. Can you get your kid's hands off my bread, please? Like, uh, what the fuck? God. <sighs> Little fuckers. Beat your kids. Then they won't do that. Oh, man. Have you ever seen that show? Uh, uh, Master of None with the Zizanzari. I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. I, I would suggest watching it. it it's uh, it's pretty damn funny. Um but there's one episode where he's um i think he's got to like watch his niece and nephew um for like a a few hours or something and he like he has to run into like a a grocery store or something and i th- if i remember correctly his nephew like opens up the freezer case and starts like <laughs> like rubbing his penis on the egg waffles what <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was pretty damn funny. Good for him. More power to him. You know, either doing that or just slapping a baguette. Did you get any new seasonal cakes at work? We have a a new pumpkin chai cake, mm. pumpkin butter chai cake. 
I don't. I haven't tried it yet. It doesn't. It doesn't really sound like it's for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't like pumpkin flavored things. I don't like pumpkin pie. No, I don't either. I don't get it. I don't. It's not a good flavor. No, no. Pumpkin I'm, chai la- or pumpkin lattes. Not into those. I mean, I don't like coffee in general, but I wouldn't if I did. Yeah, I mean, like if you gave me one, I wouldn't like spit it out. But I would never like choose to order anything pumpkin spiced. Like right. Just not a huge fan. Not a pumpkin guy. No. I like pumpkin seeds. My mom makes... Uh, Hell yeah. Or my, my, my mom will like roast up the pumpkin seeds when we used to carve them. That's fucking great. Yeah. Pumpkin seeds are awesome. Pumpkin? Not big. Not big on it. It doesn't feel like a food. I agree. Like it's, it's this weird hollow thing that is like a very hard exterior. The inside is like this goopy, gutty mess. Like it doesn't seem like food. Uh, yeah yeah um i remember in god i remember this so specifically in first grade um we were we were carving pumpkins in class and recipe for disaster once a first grader is carving pumpkins yeah i'm sure we had like plastic knives but that's not the point um but I know like one of one of the jobs I had was like scooping out the pumpkin guts. Oh, it's the worst. Hate doing that. And I don't like the smell of like the inside of a pumpkin. Not me neither. Like it's kind of one of those smells at this point. Like I can kind of like it almost like in a nostalgic sense. Like I smell it and it's like, oh, it's October. But I really am not a fan of that smell. Yeah. Like I can I can deal with it now as an adult. But as a kid, like it would literally make me gag. And while scooping out pumpkin guts, I had to like, <laughs> I had to like run to the garbage can. And I threw up. Oh, I, was, I was hoping you'd say you threw up into the pumpkin and just had to scoop it back out. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gross. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the first time I've, I've thrown up in a public place. No. No, this other time happened as adult as an adult and no alcohol was not involved. Um, I have a very hypersensitive gag reflex and um, I was at the dentist. I was probably like, I don't know, like 24, 25. Like I was a full grown ass adult at this point. Yeah. And um, yeah. I uh, was getting uh, the x-rays done where they have to put that like... God, that thing is so fucking painful. Yeah, that Why fucking... is there not a better way to do that? <sighs> it hurts so bad to put that fucking like T-shaped piece of plastic in your mouth. Yeah. It like cuts your gums and shit. It's horrible. Yeah. And for me, anything that touches my tongue, like, nope, just done. I'm done for. And... Uh, yeah, I was trying to get an x-ray and yep, I just threw up all over that like that lead apron that they put on you when you get x-rays done. Did you get an x-ray of your vomit? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. But I mean, I guess thankfully that thing's like plastic, so pretty know. easy to clean. Yeah. But I I felt really bad and super embarrassed. Yeah. I have not thrown up I don't remember how long. I don't remember the last time I threw up. 
I, I I hated throwing up when I was a kid. I hated the feeling of it. Yeah, because it's so awful, you know. Oh yeah, no, it's it's the like worst. Horrible acidic fluid coming out all of a sudden. It's awful. Well, you know it's coming too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like one year when I was like sick, I just I kept repeating in my head like I'm not gonna throw up. 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 Yeah, and. I guess I just mind over mattered it to the point where my body like forgot how to throw up <laughs> right on because I, I have not thrown up since then. Not like not once I don't I like we're talking like not once in my adult life, not once in high school, not once in like middle school. I do not remember the last time I threw up, man. It never happens. You're like our old coworker, Jeff. He, he had a streak going for a really long time. Oh, I think I remember this. It broke while I was working there. I think. Yeah. Yeah, he sent me a text to let me know that the streak ended. <laughs> That's so upsetting. Because I really wanted it to end. <laughs> you were rooting against him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, because he's like, in the time that I can remember, he's like, I've only thrown up three times. He's like, once was after I had a kitty cocktail at Charlie's Crab. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, when I was like eight years old. And then I can't remember. I know there was some other time in there. And then he was like, yeah, like the day before day he day before day after he started at World Market, he got sick and then it, it had been like eight or ten years or something like that. And I kept telling him like. Man, now that you now that you have like this is before he had his first child, I was like, man, you know, kids throw up all the time. And he's like, I know he's like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Like he's like hearing someone vomit seeing vomit he's like he's like it it just it all like it starts to me. set me off yeah and i was like man kids like throw up on the reg yeah <laughs> <laughs> they just do they do it in sport <laughs> <laughs> yeah like they'll just be standing there like everything looking fine and just open their mouth and just <laughs> vomit yeah like zero zero <laughs> hesitation zero buildup yeah zero fucking warning like <laughs> it just happens yeah yeah that the the sound and sight of vomit used to bother me but i think i've gotten over it mostly i i don't remember what it feels like to vomit anymore like it's just it's a completely foreign concept to me and there are times when i'm sitting there like i wish i wish i hadn't like gotten to this point where i never vomit Cause you know, there are times where it's like, it would like, it's, it's, it's like sneezing, you know, sometimes you need it to like clear out the system. Right. And so sometimes I'll just be feeling really terrible. I'd be like, man, I really wish I could throw up right now, but I don't even know how. <laughs> yeah. Like if you, if you feel like you're going to throw up, it's so much better to just let yourself. Just, yeah. Just do it. Just fucking do it. Cause you like instantly feel like a million times better. Right. Not that I would know or remember. <laughs> right. It's kind of like, like when you, when you get the, uh, the frozen yogurt from, <laughs> from Costco and 25% of the time it gives you like explosive diarrhea. I think, and we haven't talked about this on the podcast. No, we haven't. But I think you and I both know, I don't consider that a negative. <laughs> I know. I know you don't. And well, and that's why I brought it up because because you, you feel so much better after oh, that's true. That is my main defense. So obviously no one, no one should know this, but and I, I will defend this till the day I die. I love diarrhea. I think it's great. I love having diarrhea. 
I think it's awesome. <laughs> and everyone thinks I'm fucking weird for it, but it makes sense. It's, it's, you know, it can sometimes be really painful. Yep. It can sometimes be super uncomfortable. Sometimes you're sitting there like clutching your stomach in pain. Sometimes your asshole is burning like nobody's business. Yeah. But you know what? It fucking, it shoots out of you and you feel so good once it's done. What? Yeah. Once it's done. Yeah. The, the sense of relief is unmatched. Yeah. So you know what? Fucking sue me. I get excited when I have a, a diarrhea dump brewing in the tum tum. I sit there like, all right, here we go. This is awesome. Here we go, boys. This is what we've been preparing ourselves for. I like the experience. It's good. It's great. 10 out of 10. We would recommend. <laughs> right. Which is exactly how I felt about the, the, the SpongeBob kids kid spinoff. 10 out of 10 would recommend. So, you know, send your complaints to uh, go fuck yourself at gmail.com. I think Dyer is awesome and I'll defend that till the day I die. Right on. I mean, I will say you kind of get that same feeling when you just have like a monster deuce that just completely clears you out. Yeah, for sure. And you don't have to deal with like the pain and possibility of not being able to get to the bathroom in time. I haven't had that happen. I haven't had it happen, but I've had some close calls in my day. <laughs> I think we all have. I think the only close call I've had was that, that time I was walking on with Sean, which I, I definitely told that story on the podcast. Yeah. 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 Cause it was when we were debating whether or not it needs to touch cloth. To yeah. Be considered shitting your pants. Right. I think that's the distinction between shit and shart. Yeah. 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 It's got to touch cloth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm honestly surprised that more people don't agree with me on this because yeah. it, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with the, the, the feeling much better after I just, I don't quite look forward to it the way you do. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't know that I can explain why either. Look, I recognize that it's an unpleasant experience, but I'd be lying to you if I didn't say I got, I got excited on when I, I knew I had a, a hot and diarrhea brewing up. <laughs> oh, you ever uh, just like take a laxative just for, <laughs> just, just for the fun of it. I haven't done that. No, you should give that a shot. <laughs> Film a video. Taking a laxative for fun. Yeah. Uh, and for those of you that don't know, Mac, you, uh, you really enjoy the, the frozen yogurt from Costco. Yeah. Okay. Well, we haven't mentioned this either. So yeah, Costco has frozen yogurt. It's not the best frozen yogurt in the world, but it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. You get, you get, you get the vanilla chocolate squirrel. It's great. The only potential problem with Costco frozen yogurt is that when I, at least in my experience, I'd say a good one in every four times that I have it, it causes severe diarrhea i don't know why but it do be doing that yeah now i've only loved the costco like food court cafe whatever you want to call it ten dollars for a gigantic fucking pizza sign me up yeah or a dollar fifty for one of those massive hot dogs and a pop yeah boy Mac, that's gross, bro. Get over it, baby boy. All right. Baby piss piss boy when you can cry over there. Maybe shit your pants. Maybe shit and come. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
Um, but I've only had the frozen yogurt once and I did not have explosive diarrhea afterward. So one out of the next three times that I have it, it's going to happen. It's bound to happen. Yeah. Unless that only happens to me. I don't know, but I I feel it does happen. I feel like if I make it through clean, no pun, no diarrhea puns. Um, but if I make it through like the next, uh, the next two froyos without any sort of bowel issues, I feel like I need to just not chance it. And yeah, you can't go again. Yeah, no, you're tempting fate. Yeah. It's going to happen that fourth time. <sighs> Frozen yogurt. So fucking good. It is. I don't know if I would, I don't know. Like I, I'm not going to try to rank ice cream and frozen yogurt. I think they're just both really good. I don't, I don't like one more than the other. I definitely like, I definitely like ice cream more. You think so? Yeah. I think they're both fucking great. Oh, frozen yogurt is fucking great. I just definitely would prefer ice cream. I really like the smoothness of frozen yogurt. Okay. Right on. But yeah, like every time I'd stop at Ikea, get a frozen yogurt cone, Froyo and, and all those other, frozen yogurt places. Those are fucking great. I really like how those places like charge you based on weight. I think that's pretty sick. Yeah. Just whatever you feel like putting in it. Yeah. I, I saw a video a while back of a, a lady like complaining that it was co- costing too much when she grabbed the small size and she was like, you should be charging for a small, not a large. And the guy had to be there, be there like, that's not how it works. <laughs> it's by weight lady. Uh, what don't you understand about that? I'm weighing it and showing you the weight. This is how much it weighs. This is how much you pay. Right. It's not based on the size of the cup. Oh, yeah. I also love how frozen yogurt places just let you put the weirdest shit on there. Yeah. Like fucking uh, like marshmallows and a brownie and and nerds and gummy worms. Yeah. Like, yeah. Peanut butter. God, Culver's has some great frozen yogurt. Do they? Yeah. Well, no, they're are they they're like frozen custard, right? Oh, you're right. Sorry. I was thinking of Yes, frozen custard. Okay. You know, I've never either. I was thinking of them because they also let you do weird toppings. Okay. It's been so long since I've been to a Culver's. I don't even, I don't even remember how it works. Culver's is pretty good. I like their food. Um, I think their, their chicken sandwiches are better than their straight up burgers. I've heard their, I've heard their chicken's really good. It is, but their, their real, their, their, their real draw is definitely those concrete mixers. Okay. That's what they call them. Okay, is it like a like a McFlurry kind of thing? Kinda. You can. I mean, they have like a bunch of like just flavors you can choose, but then you also you you can choose like vanilla or chocolate, and then you can get like two cho- toppings on it. And you know their toppings are pretty wild. You can get like cookies and cream, or you can get like you know Oreos, or you can get like Andy's mints, or you can get like Nerds and gummy bears. Like they have all the weird stuff too. Okay. Right on. Did you ever have those chocolate covered gummy bears that we would? We would sell at world market. Yeah, I did not like them. I, I don't, I didn't mind like the, the chocolate and fruit. It was the texture. Yeah. It was the texture of like the hard concrete, the hard chocolate outside and the soft gummy inside. Yeah. Cause like the second you bite into it, all of the chocolate just like crumbles off of it. Yeah. It just, it wasn't, it wasn't great. No. In theory, it it should be okay. The flavor combination I like just right. There's a lot of like like f- sweet things combined with chocolate that are really good. Like we had that uh, those ruby chocolate that we used to sell. 
Yeah. Yeah, those were like a super fruity chocolate. They tasted awesome. Was it like raspberry in it or something like that? And there, there was like a few different things you get. Like there was like a, a grapefruit one. Oh, yeah. And I like remember a, that. And like a passion fruit one. There was, a, there was a few different ways it came. I'm a super big fan of grapefruit. Grapefruit's fucking great. I fucking love grapefruit. And then also a surprising flavor combination that worked for unexplainable reasons is like those, those Terry's chocolate oranges. Yeah. Chocolate and orange don't really seem like a, a flavor combo that should work, but it do do that. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of things that come in like orange and chocolate. Um, I was, uh, I was at the store yesterday and, uh, the, uh, the line to check out was just like super long. And so it was like snaked through, uh, like the cookie aisle. And I was looking at all like the Pepperidge farm cookies and they had like, you know, like Milano's and like mint Milano's. Then they had like orange and chocolate Milano's. It's apparently a thing. Huh? Good on them. Remember how, how many of those fucking chocolate oranges we would sell at Christmas? Oh my God. They would fly. They were, they were like a big holiday thing for some reason. I know. And then people were like, Oh my God, you guys have chocolate oranges. And it's like, Bro, we sell them year round. Like, right. We didn't used to though. I'm pretty sure we did. No, I'm pretty sure we, we started selling them all the time. Like one of the years that I was going my head. I think we might've just been out of them for a while. <laughs> cause, Cause I'm, I'm like 99% sure we sold those like year round the entire time I worked there. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? Cause I remember like always thinking it was absurd that at Christmas people would just be like, Oh my God, chocolate oranges. But brah, they're there all the time. People get really excited about their like holiday fixings, you know? Yeah. Like those after eight minutes, I've got some of those. Hell yeah. Like we carried those year round, but they would only sell out during the holidays. Yeah. And, um, or in Yokush, however it's pronounced ginger snaps, <laughs> Nyakers. Yeah. God, I, I mean, Jesus Christ, we would get literal pallets of those and they would sell through the, the ones in the tin, the, the thin ones. Yeah. People fucking love those tins. Oh yeah. Yeah. God, what else did people lose their shit over? Fucking mincemeat. Oh my God. Yeah. That fucking mincemeat in the jar. Like everyone. Yeah. Yep. Sell right through that shit. All those old ladies coming in to buy their fucking jars of mincemeat. I mean, I know we've talked about happy hippos, but those I actually can defend. Those things are fucking great. Right. People, people really liked the chocolate coins only when they were like only around the holidays. Like a lot of the, uh, a lot of the uh, 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 Jewish holidays, they would love to get those. And then like the Christmas holidays too. They would only like specifically ask for those during the holidays. Yeah. We carried them year round, but people only wanted them during the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Remember how mad our Jewish customers would get when we ran out of like, like the, the Hanukkah specific coins and we just had like the generic chocolate coins. I mean, I don't blame them. Certainly. I don't either, but but (laughs) I think it was even worse like a couple years later when, you know, we just stopped doing a Hanukkah shop set at all. Yeah. And I felt really bad for that. It was like, yeah, this is like super douchey. We have half of, and 
like for context, we would literally have about half of the store dedicated to Christmas every year. Absolutely. And even when we had like a Hanukkah shop set, it would literally be like a single fixture. Yeah. Off to the side. And then they just stopped doing it entirely. So like we went from like, okay, you get one twentieth of the floor space is Christmas to you don't get floor space. Yeah. So I, I get like there it's it's gotta be really hard to find like like uh uh Hanukkah themed decorations and foods and stuff yeah because even we didn't really sell like much of it no no i remember that stuff would always end up going like 90 percent off like because after the holidays it would still be there right so i get why we didn't carry that much but yeah i mean it definitely decreased a lot in the time that i worked there like i want to say when i started it was like like one bay of like a Lundia fixture. And then that got reduced to like a single fixture. Yeah. <laughs> to not existing. Yeah. Rough stuff. <sighs> yeah. Jewish community. We stand you. Yeah. We're, we're with you, bros. We're with you. Hell yeah. You do you. You like that. You like that menorah girl. Rosh Hashanah is a bit far past, but can, uh, can, uh, uh, what the fuck? What am I saying? Uh, happy Rosh Hashanah. I don't know if that's really like a, was that, that was recently, wasn't it? It was just, it was like a month or two ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're, we're an inclusive podcast. Hundo percent, baby. Unless they're those trash fuckers from Flint or those incest, uh, uh rednecks from Ohio. Yep. Those are the ones. Fuck them. Get out of here. Stinkies. Have a good day.